Warning, all beer inside occasionally contains strong language which may be unsuitable for children, unusual humor which may be unsuitable for adults, beer drinking which may be unsuitable for recovering alcoholics, as well as views and opinions expressed which may be unsuitable for everyone. All Beer Inside also wants to remind you to always drink responsibly and to never drink and drive. I like beer cause it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad, cause the beer it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink beer. Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! And stop! Beer is good! Beer is good! Beer is good! Let's go drink some beer! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside 45 Part 2, the article portion of All Beer Inside. So I grabbed some articles. Uh, the first one I thought would be interesting is the 2020 Craft Beer Predictions. Well, first from, of all, hey, what, are we so, drinking? So, what the yeah. fuck are we drinking? Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, so the, same, the same three other guys as before. What's everybody drinking? We'll start with Old School. No continuity. I am drinking La Voix Malte La Fier Pet. <laughs> the proud fart. The proud fart. The brother fart. The, the white wheat beer. Oh, fruits. Oh, fruit. Oh, gay. The fruits. 4.9 ABV. 4,703 milliliters. Okay. Uh, brewed with Saguenay raspberries. Saguenay. And cherries grown in Quebec. This wheat beer is actually a stunning red with luscious berry aroma. Aroma. <laughs> All right. La Fier Pet. <laughs> Phil. I'm drinking from... Ooh. Sorry, the nose is really... <laughs> from one of our favorite breweries, Innocent Gun. Chop it like it's hop. <laughs> Passion Fruit Pale Ale. I've got from Stray Dog Brewing. Dum, 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 dum. A New England style IPA, which is notes of pineapple, tangerine, and apricot. Shag and Wagon, New England IPA, 6.4 ABD. And Seaman. I am drinking a very special Imperial Stout all the way from Guinness and Gun. Ah. A vanishing point with a, a staggering, this is scary, 11% ABV. And it is very, it's been aged in barrels of bourbon for 420 days. He sounded like Dennis a little bit. Hit is a fitting. What Dennis? Dennis. Black Dennis. No. No. Yeah, a little bit. It is no, no, you're drunk. He's overpronouncing his words. No, you're drunk. No. <laughs> I think you're drunk. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm acknowledging it. I think it happened. Okay. Drink your fire cum. <laughs> <or whatever. laughs> your fire no, cum. bring your head cum. It's brother fart. It's not fire cum. It's brother fart. That's my pet. The fire pet. Uh, I'm scared. There's actually decent fruity wheat beer. Yeah. So, 2020 craft beer predictions. All right. Before I read the article, what do yep. you guys think is going to come up in 2020 for craft beer? 2020? Yeah. Trump. Is getting a nuke? No. I said craft beer, not American politics. Okay, uh, craft <laughs> beer. Uh, I think it's going to outsell or be close to start outselling domestic. You think so? That's brave. Yeah, that's a, it's that's coming. Cool. Considering the craft beer market is like shrinking. Yeah. Or I'm going to predict one of the majors 
false. Either it's gets, already happening. Molson. There yeah. you go. <laughs> but Slug Molson's going to get bought out. They're going to have a lot of more mergers. And they're going to start getting legit scared about these guys. To me, Craft Brew is the Napster of beer. <laughs> so it's going to... It's going to kill the... So Metallica's going to sue it and we're going to yeah. lose all <laughs> So <beer>. Metallica <laughs> is the... Jay-Z. Metallica is the Coors. And Napster is the Craft Brew. Then we had Audio Galaxy for a bit. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you, it's... It is fucking up their business model, and I love it. Phil, any uh, predictions? I predict that this year people will get sick and tired of New England IPAs. Please, God. And uh, stouts are the new. I don't know. I don't know what the new, like, cool, hip thing to brew is. Because it has to be easy, too, right? Yeah. And the lager is never going to be easy. No. And IPAs are like, well... It's almost like a no fail situation. Do you think like home brews will become so that that that's my more thing, standard? Right. Like the the kit will be so good. I think twenty twenty mm. is the year of the homebrew. Okay, the it's way possible. technology is booming, yeah. the way things are changing, the way the robo brew and all these other technologies moving, like yeah, people are so happy with these, and you're getting a good bang for your buck. Because we were down on like the Keurigs of. Uh, yeah. homebrew back uh, then but it might yeah. it might get to that point where we might get to that point where you can actually I find we're kind of yeah. like at the PC industry in its infancy yeah where people were doing these home kits and soldering shit and all that it's gonna get to the point where it's gonna be a box and you're gonna stick shit in it it's gonna make beer but that's right? that's like bad news for craft brewers though yeah because yeah. if it's like but everyone, to me like craft brewers are like the theater you want to go out and experience it too I guess but then if it's they're like, doing a good job if they're doing a, yeah that means that it's going to force yeah, them because you got your VIPs yeah, yeah. then you're you're like you're going to weed out ones. you're going to weed out most of them yeah. and the, the the business model might be more of the kits or the selling you the packets to do it yourself more than the beers I also think that flavors will start to standardize a bit more profiles mm-hmm. it'll be a little bit less experimental because I think a lot of people are, at least from the things I'm seeing, a lot of people are more frustrated with, they spend three, four bucks on a beer. It tastes like absolute ass. Yeah. And every brewer and their mother can basically fucking brew beer. So somebody out of their basement did it. They slapped the label on it because it's cheap mm-hmm. and they called it their beer and they wasted money. So like, I think those, like they're going to start standardizing more on their regular, I think you'll weed out. A lot of the the garbage, and you'll get to more yeah. of the guys that are consistent in their profiles, yeah, or even specialize in like one yes one style, yeah, and like those are the go to guys for Correct. that style, yeah. Well, because it's really the wild wild west right now. Right, right? now, everyone's just brewing, trying shit. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's brewing everything. It's new. Yeah. Like you think about our history and like our parents growing up. Like a lot of the songs that came out on the radio were brand new in this style. Yeah. Movies never been done before. Mm-hmm. All uh, the stuff we were never privy Beatles. to. Yeah, the, the Beatles, like perfect example, right? Yeah. Shit we've never been privy to. In our generation, brewing like this is one of those things that falls into our generation that we invented that we will like see through. And mm-hmm. I think it's exactly that. It's it's a lot of experimentation. It's almost like the seventies of beer right now. Yeah, and then it's gonna finally standardize on but it's, more like yeah, it's like. Pop music too, right? It's gonna commercialize in a certain way where Correct. the styles that make it and the booze that make it make it big and everyone else just yeah. like disappears pretty much. Somebody out there has a wallet that's ready to be opened up and say, Yeah, you're my guy. Yeah. But there's an opening right now for another like these crappers either to merge together or one to come out and stand out. Mm-hmm. 
Because right now people are sick of domestics. Yeah. Like, you're always going to have that Bud Light guy. But I think you're going to start so seeing these major they're players. They're called the BMC now. people, the Bud Molson Coors people. Right. Uh, so my prediction is uh, old is going to become new. Uh, I feel like, you know how you have uh, Greta... Greta Van Fleet, they're basically the new Zeppelin. Yeah. Love Honey, that's like yeah. old school style funk. That's a new band. So I think something, an old style, like they found uh, old bottles of beer in that ship and they're, they're breaking them up. So I think they're going to find an old style of beer back from like old school super honey beer and bring it back to like the people and bring it out. Mm-hmm. I think old is going to become new again. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's the test of time. Nostalgia is powerful, man. Yeah, it's very powerful. You know, I mean, people back. listen to, like, mu- music from the 60s and 70s still. I still do. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah. And it's like, it's because it was first. Yeah. It's because it, it's first. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, in, even the film industry and the music industry, you're bringing back those nostalgic well, acts because they, they, they create that feeling inside. Beer is going to be the same way. Yeah, but that's the problem with remakes and reboots and covers and stuff like that. At some point, you just want to revisit the original. Sometimes. That's what I think old is yeah. going to come out as new. So from alesessions.com, their 2020 craft beer predictions. Another year, another predictions piece. Welcome to 2020. The future. Thank you. The first year of the future, or so I've been made to believe by countless sci-fi films. With 2019 totally behind us, it's time to start looking ahead and wondering just what exciting new things 2020 will bring us in the world of craft beer. As you may have noticed... We do this every... Well, we didn't read their article next year, so I'll just get that part. Uh, so without further ado, here is AleSession.com's craft beers predictions for 2020. The White Claw effect. You know what White Claws? Privilege. We don't have them here. We so don't have it. It's hard seltzer. Okay. It's alkali seltzer. Yeah. So, so it's Ameri- like a, a Perrier with fucking yeah. 6%. Yeah. So in America, the drink that everyone is talking about in the summer of 2019 is not going anywhere, except White Claw and a myriad of other competitors to break out even further with drinkers. Why? Because it's light, fizzy, practically tasteless, and you'll get drunk without feeling awful about it. So how does this impact craft beer? (laughs) (laughs) You went to like (laughs) Irish for like two seconds. (laughs) How does this impact? (laughs) 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 I'm not wrong. (laughs) Oh, wow. I love how he just... (laughs) He just takes it to that level that you're not supposed to be. Um, the views and opinions by <laughs> This podcast is exclusively mine. Okay, so brewers will look to emulate hard seltzer. That means low ABV, light uh, flavor, low calorie. Well, even is that a young thing, though? No, is that, well, even is the, that a 20-something? Even the 0% okay. beers are, are going to rise. Yeah. yeah. Like the Diet Colas? Like, ugh, fuck yeah. off, man. Okay, and then there's going to be the reverse White Claw effect. When there's a push, there's also a pull. Some breweries will go against the grain and fight back. This means the other extreme end of spectrum with big, bold beers. Think heavy, double, dry-hopped IPAs, uh, imperial pastry stouts, etc. Pastry. We had one tonight. Yeah. 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 These will be the beers that no one asks for, but a lot of people will buy. As you guys just said, the slow death of the hazy IPA. Hazy IPAs have been a significant trend in the industry for several years now. As far as trends goes, it's actually outlived many other similar trends. But its day in the sun is coming to an end. To be clear, we're not predicting that hazy IPAs die off completely, but rather that they start seeing less and less importance on shelves and taps. Hazy will make room for more diversity and whatever other hot new style comes and enters the scene. What's the cool style? Yeah, that was the part I... 
Well, right, New England IPAs are still your popular. I know Brute tried to come out, but it didn't take off as yeah. quickly as well, New England say. The IPA always comes off as a snobbish beer because mm. it's an acquired taste. It's like it's like the um, oh, what's that it was fucking? like the it was like the one where you used to say, "Hey, I like craft beer. I like IPAs." Oh, you don't like IPA, you piece of yeah, shit. You don't know, but you don't, you know, you don't understand IPAs. <laughs> you don't understand beers. Yeah. It's like the League of Legends <laughs> of beer. Like, you gotta fucking spend so much time figuring out how the fucking game works. Yeah. And be good at it. Yeah. And then, like, and then you realize that you'll never be good enough. It, yeah. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially fuck Leo. <laughs> uh, so 2020 finally spotlights the Gooas. The what? The Gooas. The Gooas. The The Gooas. We made a prediction way back in, well, they made a prediction way back in 2018 that the Gooas would finally become a mainstream trend. <laughs> Something that never happened, unfortunately. Okay. However, since the time, since that time, we've seen more emphasis on variations on sour categories, yeah. lighter ABV, mm-hmm. and a return to more traditional styles. So we're going in a limb once again and saying that the Gooas yeah. will finally get the interest it deserves in 2020. How much do they have? All right. I mean, do you think the lager has been tainted? No. Because of Bud Coors, whatever? They're not lagers. They're ales. Okay. I think a Pilsner is a lager. The problem is the production of of lagers. Yeah. Yes. Now, if you get... I don't think there's longevity there. I will say time and time again, you get a good lager at a craft brewer. Yeah. All their beers are likely going to be good. Because the lager is... But have they bastardized... You can't. No, they bastardized, down they bastardized so the ale. Yeah. They bastardized your basic ale. So, but have they ruined the ales because of the... Not for everybody. Okay. I mean, look at us in softball who go. It's all Bud, Corona. Coors Light. Coors Light. It's, it's your, all your BMC company beers. Yeah. Because you're talking about these old school guys who don't like flate, like, will not, are not willing to try new things. One guy in the league and his wife actually brought La Brasse to play off softball. And I'm like, cool. And I subbed for their team before my back issues. And he's like, well, you're subbing for the team. So here's free beer. I'm like, okay, <laughs> thank you for bringing good beer. Appreciate it. But a lot of people in the league, they had like a 40 liter keg. Yeah. It barely got touched by most of the league. Well, so. Yeah. And I can attest to this. I, I hosted Christmas here uh-huh. and they were like, they were looking for Labatt. Yep. Huh. And you know, I, I didn't have Labatt and they're making a big fucking day. And it, <laughs> I don't know, and I think every craft brew drinker gets that same frustration of like, you piece of shit. Like just remembering, you know, I was that piece of shit drinking that shitty beer, and I want to wake you up to it, but I don't want to be a an elitist prick to think like of, turn you off. Think of wine; yeah. it goes way beyond beer. Yeah. Like earlier days of beer. Yeah, how many people buy that fucking like Waterloo brand with the fucking little like Australian Giant brand? Uh, tat there? The Australian brand, yeah, the, the Australian yellow tail or whatever, whatever. Yeah. the cardboard box. Yeah, yeah. You, you got. You, you just want to get shit faced. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh look, a fucking six dollar bottle of wine. Great. Yeah. The real connoisseurs are like, this is losing bullshit. their fucking lo- minds like, about you it. You fucking yeah. don't care. You don't hold the wine yeah. properly. You don't yeah. drink it properly. You don't, you don't have the right glass. You don't, air, right you don't have an aerator. All that shit. Piece of shit. This deserves That's... like a four hundred dollar bottle. Yeah, and you're selling it for like twenty bucks. Well, it's it's the same thing with our come up with shitty podcast after. Yeah, exactly. what, what's your like initial thought when you see that guy with his fucking Coors Light? Like, do you want to like convert him? Do you want part of me? Part of me really wants to be like try this good beer. Yeah, but part of me some wants people to say, will never come ever. up from below the Dixie line. 
Yeah, <laughs> come above the Mason Dixon line. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, look, you're not going to change everybody right now. Yeah. Your BMCs are going to get the majority of the market share because that's the generation that we're still kind of part of. And that's what you're mostly exposed to. Anyway, yeah, in stores. Because you're not going to get ads for a Railway City. They get Bose, the shelf space, right? Yeah, uh, Shag and, and, and nationwide, um, straight yeah. up international. I've never seen an innocent gun. Like you only see, oh, come and drink Molson, come and drink Heineken. But uh, yeah, I guess that's the same thing with like the the smaller bands yeah. and the you know what I mean yeah. and the mass market, and it just reflects on every industry, I yeah. guess, and yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, so Ale Sessions says there's going to be a rise of the rot beer. Okay, this may. Be the most far-reaching prediction of the bunch. Okay. Rotbier is a fairly unknown is fairly unknown outside the areas of Bavaria, but it has its qualities that are worth considering. First, it's a bottom for okay, so this is for brewers. It's a bottom fermented beer that is aged in wooden barrels, meaning the final product has a nice red hue and drinks incredibly smooth with a long-lasting head. And there's some funk, but not overwhelmingly so. And it's not a heavy drinking beer. Lots to like about this style. Just to reinforce its coming emergence, the category was recently added to the Great American Beer Festival competitive judging roster. And finally, the the last prediction is closures. There are a lot of elements working against craft beer in 2020. A market that is arguably oversaturated, changing drinking preferences, a potential economic downturn, and a younger generation statistically drinking less. What? Well, the newer generation doesn't drink as much as... Stupid millennials. Yes. It's not a prediction we are happy to make, but closures are coming and will make an impact on the broader industry. Well, that's why those 0% beers are going to get more popular. Okay, so give me a timeline. To what point do we get like a Dell PC of craft, like a Keurig? Five years. Five years of like the perfect one where all like the different breweries will give their packets and... You literally just fucking stick it in, wait a month, and you get your I, think, I mean, they're already on we're the close, yeah. but the price is too high right now. Yeah, exactly. Like That's where where do you see it? Five so years three, from mass I'll, market I'll say, box? I'll put, a, I'll put a range, three to five years. Yeah. Because well, that is the perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. Yeah. To me, like in the two to $300 range, mm-hmm. perfect Christmas gift. Yeah. Uh, it's going to come. Pico's going to drop. Uh, brewers are going to see that it's better to introduce these people at home to these beers yeah. and then maybe they'll leave their home and be like, I want to travel to the brewery because this brewery's awesome. Well, it's like the frozen food equivalent. It's like the mass market trying to get, you know, some small brewer mm-hmm. in fucking Vidivash can like literally take his little packet yeah. or whatever and sell it everywhere. Yeah. It'd be much easier for like distribution anyway. Yeah, beers of the world or whatever. Because you know? beers yeah. are heavy and take up yeah. shelf space yeah. and all that. Right? If you're just sending a packet of ingredients. Yeah. Sending a packet of ingredients and these guys have like six, it's like five to six liters of beer. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I just put it in my trail keg on the side. And, so yeah, I, and I honestly think people will, even if it's a month to brew it, you just stick it, send uh, it and forget it, Ron Paul Peel stop. It's like two to three People weeks. will be okay. People will be okay with it. I think this it's kind of like the internet and like a whole bunch of things, right? Like eventually you expand to a worldwide view. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a way to get all these profiles from wherever is created around the world. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get some kind of a package that you can just buy based on that profile that was created in and Bavaria, then, Bavaria, like you yeah, said, yeah, right? Like, yeah. there's, the, there's no more barriers on no, beer. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. like... Flavors so, of the world. You can get it whatever you want. Here's how yeah. you do it at home. There's the yeah. DIY yeah. YouTube channel. There's legit homebrew, like, thousand yeah. percent. Well, homebrew. Like, even like 3D recipes. printing. Like, yeah. just you're downloading someone's recipe and you're getting that. And it's almost, I, I foresee it like 
from a economic standpoint, I see it as a kind of like the music industry, right? You get a percentage of every yeah. beer bought. Sold, yeah. yeah. Like a like a song. Yeah. Like yeah. It's every time yeah. it's played, in mm-hmm. this case, every time it's and someone, royalty. Yeah. And once someone get downloads or whatever, yeah. yeah. That's the way I foresee this. It's just that's they're gonna monetize market. it. They're yeah. gonna monetize it. Yeah. And you get your subscription models and all that. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Amazon Prime. So <laughs> yeah. what I also think will help keep craft beer going is more beer festivals. Because right now in Quebec we only have well, right now in the Montreal area, we have four. Yeah. We have one in a church with also uh, whiskey distillers, which okay. is very narrow. Okay. So unless you're media, it's very difficult to get in. There's a Monial, which they moved back to an old location, which is dog yeah. shit, to, in my opinion. Mm. And a lot of people's opinion from what I read in London. Mm. Laval, which is fantastic. It's, it's nice. It's outdoors. Yep. Uh, but there's not enough tents to get you out of the sun if it's too hot or if it's piss boring rain, you're fucked. And then Chambly. Which is 10,000 people, 45 minutes to get a beer or food. So they allow, I know it sounds wrong, but they allow too many people to go there. Yeah. Because you have people who aren't really craft beer or craft cider or, or enthusiasts. That are just going. Yeah. And I literally... Okay, it's a dollar. Was that, we, was that the top of the hill with uh, Dennis. Okay. And we look down and it's just a sea of, of humanity walking. I'm like, if this zombie outbreak happens right now, we're all going to die. But so, we look at we look at Bose and like we we see how it's done properly. Oktoberfest? They have a yeah. large amount of people yes. and we were served beer quick. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like I... And I you, wasn't a huge of peep, the amount of people, but they were efficient as yeah. fuck to get my stuff. I was impressed. So Bose, uh, last year for the craft beer tent, they had a, a lineup problem. They fixed it this year. The year before, they had another problem. They fixed it. Yeah. They know how to fix problems at Bose. But it takes so time, So they're probably right? going to expand the field larger how many, year. Like how many years has Bose been doing it, right? Like uh, it just, 10? It just yeah. takes a while. Like your first couple of years, yeah. you're going to figure that out, right? So, so you know what it is? Like a lot of people who start breweries are guys that haven't really been in business. Like it's it's the use and means of, of this table sitting there saying we want to start a brewery and we get into it. But like then you start getting official marketing people that have mm-hmm. been in the industry that can like take their flavor and apply it to these festivals. All of a sudden you're getting professional level treatment on the average yeah. Joe experience essentially. And that's where it really differentiates itself. Because the goal is to get into Walmart. Or some big yes. brand, like get the, yeah. get it out there, mass market. Yeah, everyone. that mass market distribution at least. Like, yeah, like in uh, in Quebec, the the crappers generally use Transbleu, which is like we'll go pick up your beer. Here's the PO, and then we'll deliver it. And then uh, the guys like at Luke's for Montreal, like general area, they deliver. But if it's outside Montreal, they're like, yeah, go deliver our beer. The problem with that stuff though is like, so you say Walmart for any of in these America, big guys, you know, like mm-hmm. wherever it is, like yeah. Target, I don't care, yeah, like, like no, but any you, of these big guys, it's. So they use uh, distribution as a means to mm-hmm. become filthy rich. Mm-hmm. Means to an end. But they often forget about like your actual stock levels. They end up returning tons of shit all the time because yeah. of these stock levels just sit there. They oversell and overpromise yeah. to these people. Mm-hmm. They stock too much. And then the next thing you know, they have tons of inventory coming back. And at the end of the day, you're just basically sitting there with a surplus and you don't have enough Basically, people not enough demand. That's really. No, that's a, do you think these guys would be okay with small batch? Like they seem to be local. You're gonna sell your beer to that little community. That's what the IGAs of the world. So do. well, that's it. Like, and will these brewers be okay with just having that small market, making their little profit? They're uh, still gonna uh, make. There, a lot of people are okay with that. Yeah, I think that's good though. But 
So you're talking about, I feel like you're trying to talk about getting your hardcore BMC person who's never going to shift. If they're hardcore BMC, I'm going to tell you right now, they're never going to shift. Like, I just got my brother-in-law into good beer. He was Coors Light to the core. But that means that means that you can shift people. And then I shifted him a bit, but when he comes to Montreal, because beer's cheaper than Ontario, yeah. he still goes back with two two fours, of Coors. Okay. Whereas when I visit them, I come back with 60 beers of all craft beers. So. You're going to get influenced. <laughs> like, I got influenced by yes. you. Like, people are going to get influenced yeah. by other people just having the beers there. Yeah, for sure, you're not going to convert everybody, but you're going to have a, a more and more people who are oh, going to go to that. Even Felix from La Bière à Bois, episode 9 of yeah. All Beer Inside, he was saying that people in their 60s are showing up because they've heard about yeah. this stuff and they're like, well, I want to know more. Experience. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they've been drinking the same crap and then they realize it's crap. In- inevitably, you have a, a history of beer yeah. that it belongs to the common man. So when you talk about taking this to that next level, to that upper echelon where it's like the hoity-toity, you know, at fancy yeah. parties, yeah. like it won't be that. Yeah. That's what hard liquor is for. That's what like fancy wine is for. Beer has basically passed the test of time to basically say that it's for that demographic yeah. that will only ever – you'll only get it's to a always, It's always thing, considered working class yeah. for the entire time. Yeah. Uh, like – an earlier episode when we watch How Beer Saved the World from Discovery, it's like, yeah, uh, well, beer was created in Mesopotamia, and they're like, hey, if we stay here, beer's also, or whatever alcoholic beverage they had, which was technically beer, like, oh, we stay here, and then we build out, and then it's like, child labor disappeared because they created the canning line and, and things like that, so <laughs> it's just, I feel beer has more potential than wine and hard liquor, personally. It's not easy to just hang it at a winery. What, what are the stats, though? Like, I'd be curious, like... Mm-hmm. What's the financials from hard liquor and spirits yeah. versus beer versus craft beer wine. is just for us we're in it. It seems bigger. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's super not. small. It's, it's I would it's say it's like fifteen percent yeah. of the overall. I'm sure small. Small. It's majority, of and, and it's the same thing as in any business, like indie movies, indie games, and stuff like that. Everyone's fighting for that same crowd. Yeah, you're you're so, fighting for uh, shelf space. Yeah. Space. Yeah, here's my thing, right? It's tied to the persona and the the ticket yep. size of the the, the object, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're talking Cavassier, mm-hmm. people have put Cavassier yeah. as a fancy thing. Yeah. Like, okay, yes, there's a certain cost to make it. There's a certain yeah. cost to deliver it. But like, if you put that at the same level of a beer, yeah, do more people buy Cavassier still? Are we talking about when they go out? To drink? Well, you're talking about or like, for the home person. Like but, so, well, you're, it's, you're, it's not gonna get, right? you're not going to get Snoop Dogg coming out and be like, "Go to El Segundo Brewing." Stone Cold Steve Austin has a beer there. You're not going to hit. Yeah. Uh, uh, he Snoop know. is probably yeah, going to talk Snoop about. Snoop is probably not the best <laughs> yeah. example. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like one of the modern hip hop art. I uh, no, he's dead. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was about to say Juice World, Tupac. but he's dead. I was like, Sorry, I was Tupac. like, no. Uh, was it the SSX No, no, no. But I was because my nephew was in town, and he's like, "Yeah, Juice World." I'm like, "What?" He's like, he did a song with Eminem. I'm like, I know Eminem. Yeah, he died recently. Yeah. So, but you're not going to get a, a young, like, hip artist talking about, like, good beer, like a mumble rapper, because that's apparently the popular fucking thing right oh, now. because they're on the scissor. Yeah, they're the scissor <laughs> up and the cravat, like, whatever hardcore alcohols, fucking four loco, that's whatever all, the fuck you're talking about. Well, you got to figure what is going to make them the most money. So, if you yeah. go to clubs or yeah. bars, 
the, the, the cocktails make, I watch Bar Rescue. Yeah. <laughs> so the cocktails make the most yes. profit. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's it's like table service, service yeah, too, sure. right? That's yeah. it. You Co- can't even get a table unless you buy a $150 bottle of yep. Like those mixed yeah. drinks like are going to give you, yeah. the, the, you know, the keg beer or whatever is going to give you so much. The mixed drinks give you a higher return. Yeah. So they're going to focus the on those mixed yeah. drinks. But uh, so nonetheless, our predictions, mine is uh, a return of the old. Phil's was the death of the death of well the 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 down well the 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 death of Hazy yes yeah, exactly. oh, the, 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 the drop of popularity of uh, New I, England I want to see the like you guys the, I want the Dell PC of, of beer <laughs> machines in five years okay so the Keurig of Keurig of, of beers machines. and five machines no. five machines well he, that was yeah. it it was basically absorbing a lot of the the dead weight into what we're going to see as a more yeah. of a regular yeah. all right so that's our thoughts. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Twitter, Instagram, etc. Uh, so, Vice.com, I read that these heroes beat an alcohol ban by building their own private sand island. Oh, that's awesome. They brought a picnic table and a cooler out to their boozy sanctuary so they could spend New Year's Eve watching fireworks in international waters, air, qu- air quotes. So, here's the picture. They built two as... It's oh, like my two oh, my God. That was great. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna post an article on the website, yeah, but yeah. you get to see these young gentlemen built like a sand ledge <laughs> in international waters. That's great with a picnic table. The New Zealand beach town of Wangamata. Wangamata. Yeah. Wangamata. 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 <laughs> has long been a popular destination for folks looking to have a good time on New Year's Eve when thousands of teams, teens, 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 teens come to drink, dance, and see some fireworks. But in an effort to cut down on the drunken mayhem, the town imposed a public drinking ban over the holidays. A boo! I added the boo. A law that apparently didn't stop a few crafty, determined drinkers from setting up their own boozy sanctuary off the coast. According to the BBC, the group spent Sunday building a makeshift private island off the Coromandel Peninsula, constructed out of sand, seashells, and a few wooden planks. The revelers set it up at low tide and dragged out a picnic (laughs) table and a cooler so they could get blasted (laughs) out on international waters, see some fireworks, and stay away from the cops. Good for them. I gotta say... Heroes. So yeah. they couldn't do anything. They were in international water. Yeah. Good for them. According to the organizer, we thought it would be a good laugh and the drinking ban would be a gray area if we were on our own island. Well, the less creative among us were getting weird at some <laughs> shitty club or the Times Square Olive Garden. Hayward, Times Square Olive yeah. Garden. Hayward and his cohorts drank well into the night out on the sea. According to Stuff... They did a pretty solid <laughs> job building the structure because the thing was still standing on Monday morning. Oh, so it survived the tides. It survived wow. the tides. Wow. Photos of the makeshift island started floating around <laughs> online after David ah, Saunders floating. posted a picture to a Facebook group called Tayura Chit Chat, the BBC reports. That's just like That's... someone getting fucking shit-faced and drowning waiting to happen. Yeah, Because <laughs> uh, you're going to have all these like people repeating it. Making all these islands in international waters and dying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's shit-faced, can't swim or whatever. Fucking. What are you going to do? I mean, it's international waters, right? Like, yeah. You're going to change what international waters means. That's true. 
You gotta uh, force people like so according to nationalize the international Victoria. According to the local police chief John Kelly, told stuff he hadn't heard about Hayward's creation, but he seemed pretty down with the makeshift island notion nation of revelers. Mm. That's creative thinking. He told stuff. If I had known that, I probably would have joined them. That's the police <laughs> <Wow>. officer. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, that's good. That's pretty funny. So, uh, if we ever, uh, Reverend, like, Cuba or something can't drink beer, we just bring it out 2.5 miles and make our own little That's land. really far, though. That's dedication. That that's, is dedication. That's, that's just, that, I guarantee that's an engineer. Yeah. They, they just want, they like making, starting shit, yeah. making shit. Cause you, that, that's just like, an engineer with not enough time. Don't forget they lug the picnic table. Well, my thing is, they you like. You said low tide, so. They brought it when there was like barely like, no water. Yeah, there had to yeah. have been yeah. so they can get yeah. actually get it up there. Yeah. yeah, good for them. Like those guys are the people who moved. <laughs> They're them. heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah. They are heroes. Hey, fuck. They're it. like, Who hey, some other assholes ruined it for us. Let's make our own shit so that nobody can. That's get the it. pirate radio. Yeah. I'm gonna make my own country. It's gonna be much better. <laughs> yeah, that's the pirate radio. So this is my uh, small little country. It's called Beercation. You have to bring beer and drink and not be a dick. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm okay. It's pretty with simple. It. I think it's fun. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Good for yeah. them. So I gotta ask: old school, permanent relationship, see money, you're married. Say things go sideways. Sure. Would you demand satisfaction by combat to settle the custody battle? If I had a kid and we, I want to keep the kid, we'd like have a fight. Yeah, like real, like old school, like jousting medieval like, jousting, like trials. <laughs> it's an interesting. It's an interesting way to figure Three out who gets words. the kids. Yeah, trial. By combat, would the, would, would the question be like, <laughs> would you stab your on history? In the face? <laughs> based on history, there's a lopsidedness in that. <laughs> oh, you mean like men would dominate? Yeah. Like, what, if, what, what if it's a, like the men, a relationship with two men? <laughs> I think that makes sense. If they're on equal physical footing, but, combat. Fine, but that's like a percentage of the overall population. So what are you talking about? So that percentage the, will fight by combat. On pay-per-view. Well, yeah, but that's not what he's saying here. Okay, are you saying men and women by uh, combat? Yeah. So he doesn't, well, he says ex-wife, so. Yeah. I'll just say ex. Still not off the books in Kansas. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's no. hear it first. Uh, man demands trial by combat to yes. settle custody yes. battle with ex-wife. So in Go Kansas. Off. Uh, this guy told the court he would accept her attorney as a stand-in champion. <laughs> well, so there's still a law in the book. Okay, I can't wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. cancel it. Yeah. It is used to settle legal disputes in Game of Thrones swiftly, resolutely, and not always cleanly. So why not in Kansas? A man has asked an Iowa district court in Kansas to grant his motion for trial by combat against his ex-wife to settle a custody battle. Yes. David Ostrom, 40, requested to meet his ex, Bridget, 38, or a replacement fighter, on the field of battle where he <laughs> will rent their souls from their corporal bodies. <laughs> uh, this is fantastic. He said he would also accept her attorney, Matthew Hudson, as her standing champion, the Carol Times Herald reported. According to court records, he argued, to this day, trial by combat has never been explicitly banned or restricted as a right in these United States, <laughs> pointing out it was used as recently as 1818 in British court. He requested 12 weeks lead time to either source or forge his katana or his wakazashi sword. Perhaps uh, shedding some light onto why Ostrom might want to face so Hudson. So he wants a shorter sword? Oh, I guess. Might want to face Hudson on the field 
Instead, the attorney's initial response to the filing was to correct Ostrom's spelling. Surely Ostrom meant corporeal bodies, which Merriam-Webster <laughs> defines as <laughs> having consisting of or relating to a physical material body, he wrote in his legal response. <laughs> Let me get this straight. Yeah, yeah. He wants to murder his ex-wife to keep his kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you're sitting there and you're like, yeah. Who's going to take the garbage out? Let's battle. And it's like with knives and swords. Because I think his ex-wife also has a boyfriend. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, so she, she, he won't she fight the boyfriend, but he'll no, fight no, the lawyer? Like, no, because he's like, see. I think in the story, it was the 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 guy that's like, I'll watch Ryan Bacabe because he's he's sick and tired of both of them. So I'm cool with that, <laughs> but fight the boyfriend. Yeah. Not the lawyer. Yeah, you're a uh, pussy. Yeah, yeah. Like, what if the guy's just, well, listen, oh, I'll fight the lawyer. Yeah, now fuck <laughs> off. Like, obviously the lawyer doesn't, you know. Why so, does the lawyer so have to die for his client? Yeah, I, I think so. That. Trial by combat doesn't necessarily have to be deadly, Ostrom rebuted, yeah. offering to even use blunted play swords. Oh, that's he also claimed one party could cry craven and yield to the other which he accused his legal opponents of having already done. Respondent and counsel have proven themselves to be cravens by refusing to answer the call to battle. Thus, they should lose this motion by default. Oh, man. <laughs> Good for I don't know. This guy has, like, big-ass balls. He's yeah. like, you know what? Field of battle, you're going down, bitch. <laughs> like, I still love uh, that. That yeah. guy's got way too much money. I still love that the fact that people believe the katana is the best sword ever, yeah, I know. ever made. Mm, I know. It's like if this guy wasted money on lawyers, he obviously has way too much money. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's out of his fucking mind. Grown up in the Tam Tams in yeah. Montreal, yeah. just fucking plastic sword uh, with the LARPers. The yeah. LARPers. Fireball, fireball. Yeah, it's, like, um, it's 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 a it's it's a fun like play on the fact that the law hasn't been, sh- but there's no way the law's never technically. Like, yeah, but dis- like it's yeah, up to the judge. But they have it's weird to laws too. Like you can't like something about like horseback. Like you can't make. Oh yeah, make sure your horse is like. Obviously, the judge is going to look at that and be like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. So, even in, but uh, still, it's a fun, like, if you have what time the was it in, in, in Saint-Jean, it was still technically oh, illegal yeah. to no, sell to Jews. No Jews allowed to home lounge in Saint-Jean. <laughs> so like, Chile, yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah. yeah, and and so people are like, uh, they're like, yeah, we should change the name of the streets because that guy was an anti-Semitic asshole. And they interviewed this, like, young Quebecois chick, and she's yeah. like, why? <laughs> like, you fucking dumb bitch. Yeah, but you're obviously going to have this, these rare idiots. I ah. mean, you know. Look, the media is only going to grab those the, people. The man. idiot, yeah. It's not going to be just reaffirmation that this is wrong. Like, mm-hmm. someone's like, so, do you think this is right? Nope. Yeah, so obviously yeah. this judge judge is going to throw this out. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. For sure. Would you be, like, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> yeah. I would, would be it, that would, asshole. If, if I would have judged. judge. If yeah. I would have judged. Would judge. you be okay oh, with hell the yeah. Fighting oh, hell yeah. the boy, yeah. say oh, the hell. current boyfriend. I, or, 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 uh, yeah. or if the boyfriend's okay, say if all parties are okay with it, like, let's it. do it. Go at it. Yeah. yeah I, I would say Cause, do it. Because he said her uh, lawyer could step in instead of her. Fuck the lawyer. Fuck like, the lawyer. The I want the, ex, the, the new boyfriend. I, I think the boyfriend should be able to step in. So, uh, trial by combat for a divorce? <laughs> well, settle, <laughs> I would say kids. To settle kids, especially if you don't like the current, like, boyfriend she's with, you should be able to say, Let's fight over it. <laughs> I would say whoever's got the most money, which is us, can't be bad. But just saying. <laughs> I'm really going to boost that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is super. I get judges together. We we all get 
people to do like, oh, you want trial by combat, and then make a whole pay per view out of it. Yeah, yep. I would be okay with all the pay per There's got to be a King of the Rings stuff. Well, that's yeah. pretty. Be, yeah, and the proceeds so, uh, go to the it's the like pre- Judge Judy, but it's yeah. all trial by combat. You can easily make money. The prequel to uh, Death Race was like them fighting in like a giant bus octagon where they would have to murder each other, and but, it became Death Race because that was apparently easier to murder each other by vehicle. I guess. So. So. But if you look at it, like yeah. the years wasted in the court system and exes and the crazy. Could easily be settled by two guys just by fighting. <laughs> and then, and like, listen, if the boyfriend kicks your ass, and, and you know he deserves the chick. That's it. And you know, by fighting dudes, that by the end of the fight, if no one dies, they become best friends. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been proven in fucking history. Yeah. Like when you look at the monkeys, there's the bonobo monkeys. <laughs> the bonobo monkeys are a society that lives off of if I'm bigger than you. Yeah. You're f- I can fuck you. Mm-hmm. That's literally the mantra of the bonobo monkey. Like, anybody smaller than me, yeah. I can fuck. Yeah. There's someone bigger than me, I um, get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the way it rolls. Yeah. And you know what? They're peaceful. They yeah. thrive. Yeah. You there's know, no conflict. Not, there's no, there's no bonobo wars. No one knows their place. Yeah. yeah. They're all eating. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So at this point, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And we'll be coming back with... Hey you, yeah you, the kind and generous person listening to us right now. Want to help support All Beer Inside and make yourself feel like you've done something special? Then why not get your Amazon shopping done by going to allbeerinside.com and clicking on the link on the right hand side of the page. It costs you nothing extra and helps us out with every Amazon purchase you make. Cheers to you and your future All Beer Inside Amazon link related shopping. And we're back from commercial break. So I found this hilarious. I found it online. It's called the Testacuzzi. The Testacuzzi is a battery powered mini jacuzzi for your balls. This is from oddityMall.com for 40 bucks US. That's cheap. Uh, There are times when your body needs a jacuzzi after long days of hard, laborious work. And then there are times when your balls need a good jacuzzi session after getting hit by a baseball, an accidental kick from a child, a long bike ride, a long horse ride, and more. This product, meant for the lather situations, is a tiny, no offensive, jacuzzi. Meant for specifically your set of balls to place in for a nice, relaxing spa. So here's the test jacuzzi. <laughs> Itty bitty jacuzzi for your testicles. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want to get cancer or like I don't get it like well because your balls are supposed to stay away from the body right <laughs> heating them up is not a necessarily a good option no I don't, I don't even like putting my car seat on on the heat, like the heat. oh the butt on the but butt how do you source. like what are you gonna like, squat over no you like, pretty much just you, you just get on your nuts okay and just sit there you just dip it while your small battery powered jacuzzi your test <laughs> 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 Remember that sound, boys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sexy sound. Nice warm jacuzzi jets That's on your testicles that aren't supposed to get this warm. This is the, one of the most niche products I've ever seen. In my <laughs> well, life. It was forty bucks. Forty bucks US. The so, test jacuzzi. So, what products do you put in the the water? Uh, well, your balls. It probably yeah, be good like for bath like salts and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. For your balls. Yeah. I think it'd be Maybe good for salts. like uh, <laughs> see if you want like hard boiled eggs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, my- no, I'm saying, like, I wouldn't put, uh, like, dip my balls into it before. It's not boiling water. Well, uh, yeah, jacuzzi's usually really hot Well, water. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you might be able to, like, hard-boiled eggs with this thing, too. It's multi-purpose. <laughs> so you're saying, like, the guy doesn't need to get snipped after he puts his balls in here? It's, so it's like a pink. Oh, it's cooked. Like, 
It's that, would, that would have been perfect to have Johnny Diamonds on because Johnny Diamonds has been snipped, so we could Whenever ask Whenever he questions. told me that story, I was wanted to vomit. Oh, uh, there was a guy at my former employer uh-huh. who got fixed because his wife said, I'm not having kids. Yeah. And they, like, just got married. What? And I'm like, but what if she decides otherwise? Yeah. And then when I heard, so 15, oh, God, 13, 13 to 15 years ago. Okay. And I hear, like, yeah. Uh, P had to go get snipped. I'm like, why? Because the wife told him to, and I fucking lost my shit in the office. I laughed for 35 minutes straight. <laughs> I stopped breathing at one point. It was so funny. And my coworker's like, breathe. I'm like, no, it's, oh God, he's such a bitch. Oh my God, it hurts my chest. <laughs> like, and then uh, I've heard recently he regrets doing that. Oh well, like, no shit. Uh, poor bastard. Yeah, exactly. If you want kids. So, but the testacuzzi, well, not a great option because your testicles are not supposed to be super hot. Well, yeah, Ever, but, but it doesn't. Uh, apparently, the snipping okay it fucks with like your your temperament and everything. Like, it, it can apparently it changes you. Yeah, like I, I can get it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, so. your nuts got cut off. Well, so. yeah. You're shooting blanks at that point. Stiskuzi's uh, uh, resounding no. From what I'm hearing, well, I'm curious. Like, do do they have like reviews? Let's find out. <laughs> so I, I have a friend recently that went through that process. What uh, the snipping? Snip, snip. Yeah, and I'm not sold. And like. Now it's getting around within our clique that's like, hey, you should do this too because then you don't have to worry about more kids and stuff. I'm like, I was never chopped in the beginning. <laughs> I don't plan to be chopped yep. later on. Like, No chopped in the beginning. Yep. <laughs> no chopped. Sorry. I just don't. No. Nothing is going near that part. Yeah. That is either sharp or a laser. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got, we got a YouTube review. It's about 10 minutes though. Mm-mm. Oh, there's a minute 11 review, though. Okay, okay. Here we go. I think you see the easy in the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> After a long day in a pair of skinny jeans, nothing says happiness like a soothing... After you pitch your tent for the night, doesn't sound delightful to sit back, relax, and two plump marshmallows into a pipe Not the cocoa type. Perhaps your thing is two olives and a fizzing martini. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no, he's drinking from it. <laughs> With the testicuzzi, feel free to let the boys go skinny dipping. Or perhaps chunky dunking is more your style. This isn't your mother's jacuzzi. Clearly, it's your father's. <laughs> That's the ad for the testicuzzi. Yeah. Oh, well wow. Uh, it's a gimmick. Yeah, know. it's totally yeah. a gimmick. Yeah. There's no actual benefit. Yeah. Uh, so that was a Kickstarter, but let's talk about an actual Kickstarter that was out. All right. Draft Top and Drink Topless. It's it's already passed. It's already over okay. by the time this is out. Okay. So it is made half a million dollars. Holy shit. Wow. Over half. Almost $600,000 is made wow. what, what for this project. It? Well, let's find out what the project is. Right. Turn on the mic. Yeah, that's cool. Look what it does.
not really good for us. What it is, is basically, on a can, it removes the inside, so you can actually like drink... It's a can opener, yeah. It's a can opener, but it yeah. removes the entire inside, so it's almost like you're drinking a glass of beer out of the can. What's the actual benefit apart from... Uh, taste, flavor, you know how I tell you to pour beers in a yes, glass? Yes, I know, but I mean, like, is there a taste difference between cutting the can open and drinking it apart from snipping, like, just blasting the top and just drinking out of the top, like... Alright, so what it was... <laughs> Don't answer. So it creates, you get more, so if you're drinking the can, you don't get nose, you yeah. don't get like full flavor. The, okay, yeah, the nose I understand. So it's yeah. almost like pouring the glass by just removing the top. But like, isn't there something about actually pouring it out of the can and yeah. aerating it into the we glass? We talked about this at pro- so past that episodes. helps a little more, but if you're on the beach and you want to get a full flavor of like a regular beer and you don't have a glass, uh, like a, a metal glass to pour them in, or not metal glass, like a tumbler to pour it in, yeah. then you just basically cut off the inside part and you just throw it in your Is it more just for the nose then of the beer? It's more for the nose, for example, a little more flavor. You're getting almost a full beer. If it's a, a beer chalada, any of those like strawberries or any of that shit, you could Right, you can stick, yeah, you can yeah. stick stuff into it. Like I kind of get that. So for $19, you get a basic draft top. Dollars. $19 US. Wow. Uh, thirty-two bucks. That's you a get fucking can opener. Thirty-two yeah. bucks. You get two of them. Okay. Sixty. You get four of them. Okay. One forty. You get the frat pack. Whoa, Ten of them. Stop. Stop. Oh. Playboy. So as seen on Cheddar, Gadget Geeks, Fine Pair, Booping, The Chive, CNET, Playboy, Cool Material, Food and Wine, Food Beast. That looks like what? Doesn't that look like a uh, pint? Kind of. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So it almost looks like a people, people's pint from on uh, Toronto. Yeah. The Bro Bible, Triple M, PDPorchDrinking.com, Trend, Trend Hunter, mm-hmm. Barrel Backers, a lot of backers have spread the word of this Traff Top Tool. Uh, uh, so 140 gets you the 10-pack, and that's the last one. But I'm like, okay, couldn't they just solve this problem? Here we go. The results is a topless can that enhances your drinking experience. And allows you to do things with the can that you never thought you could. Like open. Like opening fully. the top. Like a can opener. Not to mention the innovation design safely removes the top and leaves no sharp edges. Like a can opener. Draft top can be used from 8 to 16 ounce beverage cans. Okay. Are you a beer drinker? Good news. The draft top helps you uh, drink on domestic important and crafts. Don't drink beer, no problem. Helps with spiked seltzers, canned wine, canned cocktails, energy drinks, iced coffees. Soda, seltzers, and more. So it's basically to cr- cut out this and present more flavor while you're drinking it. That's just that. 19 bucks US for one. Okay. So couldn't they just solve this by creating a beer can with, you know, like the peaches where you just... Yeah, like full pull-off? Pull-off, yeah. Like, I'm curious how much of a demand... I mean, there obviously is some demand. It they makes made a million itself. 600 million. But I'm curious how, how much of a demand is it to have that full thing opened? And, and like, I just... It's just a glorified fucking can opener. So 600,000 could also be one buyer for a special event that's promoting it. Or a store to 
ordered a lot of them. And they haven't sold through their stock. I'm curious how much of a demand that is actually to have this full can opened. Mm. Like compared to just like like you you mentioned you yeah. get better nose in the beer, more flavor, but I'm curious like how much Okay. So a percentage the, of people who actually care the, about yeah, it. Yeah, it's actually first match, the first set of it, they yeah. got twenty five hundred backers at nineteen dollars mm-hmm. for the early bird special, they got one thousand two hundred and fifty backers at sixteen dollars, but you get it's a twenty-five dollar item, apparently. Right. Okay. Retails mm. twenty-five. Like I get the cocktail thing where you put like celery or fruits or vegetables in your yeah, but don't stuff, you, but you're free on the beach, but it's kind of niche. No, but don't you, you shouldn't be buying that from a can anyway. It's kind of <coughs> niche. Don't you so, have like a solo cup or something? Yeah. So for the El Deuce, which is two, they got five thousand eight hundred and ninety-two backers okay. at thirty-two dollars to get two of those. For sixty dollars, where you get four of them, they got one thousand eight hundred and thirty-five backers. For 140 for the 10 pack, they got 179 backers, and for the distributor where you get 25 of them, they got 40 backers. So it they've done really well. No, there I guess there's a niche for this. I just don't really see the major like thing, but I guess we're never in a situation. I mean, here's where the thing. Here, here's what's good about the internet: if there is an actual demand for stuff, people will buy it. So yeah, it's pretty good demand. Obviously, there is people who fucking want that full can experience. To either put stuff in or have the full experience of the beer, I guess. To me, it's not enough money to justify. I, I just don't see the point. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's more convenient because you're not cleaning up glasses or throwing out solo cups afterwards. I suppose, but I just don't imagine how many times I'm going to be on the beach. I'm going to need this. It's uh, so on cool. Indiegogo, they made eight hundred sixty-one thousand two hundred eighty-nine dollars on eighteen hundred eighteen thousand backers. It's probably sold at Firefest. <laughs> no. You want to eat Fire your sandwich? It, could be a, yeah. it sounds like a fun promo item, either for a company to stick in a gift at Christmas basket or something. Any trade show. Yep. Microsoft related, yeah. whatever company yeah. can have you that. Brand brand that. You yeah. brand that. You brand that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Hey, it's better than fucking USB keys. Yeah. <laughs> would you buy it, Carp? I think I would, actually. Like, when would you need it? <clears throat> okay, not next year, but last year when I was hurt. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, it'd be great because I wouldn't have to like bring my glass and bring it home and yeah. worry about all that shit. So. That's just laziness. But I'm curious of the difference of like what's the difference in taste compared to well, you're, like, you're putting it into the glass compared to just leaving it in the can. I would I would assume yeah, putting it in the glass. You're so gonna get way you're basically different. slicing off the top of the can, so you're yeah. actually going to get nose. You're going to get but like air, more aerating the beer. Wouldn't it be better to to put to it pour, in the actual pour it in pour the glass. and get the head. I mean, yeah. The answer is yes. There's if no you question. lose that, like I don't really see the because yeah. head is like a huge part of it. One of their big selling points is they were like showing a can of Corona with the slot, uh, the top sliced off, and yeah. like lime in it. But the, well, so. that's it. It's more to put accessory yeah. in the drink. You can They're just showing shove, a, you can like, just shove it in Corona the bottle. I guess I can see the spout. Yeah, I, I, I can like, see the niche for it. Yeah, but uh, to me, it's just a niche product. They made almost a million dollars on this. That's that's surprising. Sincerely question. It's like you said, it was some kind of like trade show or their tchotchke, somebody selling tchotchkes. I mean, in short of Shark Tank, they've gotten a lot. Hey, good for them. They found something in the niche that people want. Awesome. I just don't personally see any for it. Well, yeah. It also depends on how much it takes to produce it. Part of their video is it floats. Who the fuck cares? I think it's more the fact that it's like waterproof, even though it's like. Well, it's, a can, it's a can opener. It's stupid. Who cares? Like that's it's a glorified can opener. Mm-hmm. It's not for us. Clearly not for us. So your uh, smooth pour, smooth pour, 
Removing the top allows for an uninterrupted pour, leaving you leaving you, you less full and ready to grab another. Ditch the glass and drink straight from the can. That's one of their taglines. Enjoy the full taste. By removing the entire top, the draft top tool allows your nose to enjoy the aroma of your beer of your beverage instead of the aluminum top, yeah. enhancing yeah. the flavor and allowing you to enjoy it as if it were poured in glass. We well, first of all, the pour that they just showed was two two of the beers yeah. standing, mm-hmm. and they literally just went like this. Uh, yeah, they didn't do okay. wasn't, they didn't do the tip. It wasn't tipped or anything like mm-hmm. that. It was just so, sheer though, pour, But so. those were two things we mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Garnish your drinks. Spicing up your favorite can, can drinks is even easier when you drink topless. That's true. Okay. Whether you like cocktails or just a little citrus in your beer, we got you uncovered. So they're showing a V8 with a Tito's. And right. You could stick the fucking of, yeah. celery. Yeah, yeah. A lime in your Corona. We got you covered. A frozen drink on a hot day. They got a lime marita with uh, ice. Yeah. You, you, you could stick yeah. ice or vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> By opening the entire top, the draft top tool allows you to drink from the can even faster. Great for showing off your skills to your friends or for Das. That's a reach. In Rin. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's a nice to have, but I just wouldn't what? spend money. <clears throat> but does it oh, get uh, Beer pong yeah. is even easier. What? Are oh, you going to really use well, this for beer they're pong? They're fucking stretching. It's yeah. quicker to pour. Like yeah, it's a it's a game thing is a stretch. So it's does it cut? Gimmick. Does it cut the inside of the top, yeah. or does it cut from the side no, of the no, top? Inside the top. Inside of it. Right. So it's the a, way the way that the 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 can is made a, anyway. Right? If there, if there was so a demand to have that top, yeah. there was a demand to have that full top available. Beer companies would be creating that equivalent to that peach fucking thing. The full yeah, they're removing the full top. Well, that's they, they would do it. Nobody gives a no, shit. No, but that was the way that even Coke cans were done. Oh, it was yeah, like the full right. pole, like yeah. the top came off, and then they changed it so that it's just easier to drink from this. That, well, yeah, well, it also yeah. came from the carbonation. Yeah, less spill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's the reason why yeah. the can is designed there's like a, that. Yeah, so you're this always going to have a little niche that's going to want. Uh, you can actually. You can actually yeah. the way the secret is you can flip this tab the and then straw the, straw. the straw to put in. Listen, there's always going to be a niche audience that's going to want to do something their own way, yeah. and I'm sure they'll sell a couple of them, chashkis or whatever. Yeah. But it's not it's not a mess. I guess it's something if you find it's a no for me. if you find it at a gift shop for let's say yeah. twenty bucks. It's a no for I me. Wouldn't even, I wouldn't even spend twenty on this. Mm. Not even yeah. close. If you were like a gifted to me, totally cool. But I would not buy it. So. So it's a resounding no. Yeah. I yeah. think we've only ever had one yes. So we, yeah. That you, that you ordered. That you ordered. And, and, and we still played. haven't played it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we will. We will at some point. Okay. So we're going to end episode 45.2 at this point. Spoiler alert. We're going to do a tournament of board games next episode. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, full plugs and final thoughts. See money. Seriously, get your gear out there so that we can buy it and wear it and other people can wear it too. So I'm trying to find a website that supports like Instagram people so that I don't have to like pay up front and I get like a portion of the sales. You know, you can ask our rival podcast. Yeah, I know. Because they have merch. Okay. uh, Yeah. So uh, hopefully AB and AB... Aliens. 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 Aliens will help us. Yeah. I want to say Mac AB and Psy, but Mac that makes no sense. So hope, uh, sooner rather than later, I'm going to try and get some all beer inside gear out there. Uh, hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Beer. Uh, uh, fucking uh, beer belts. You know, fun beer stuff. I like wanna... uh, whatever Kickstarter yeah. uh, beer yeah. opener thing. Yeah, beer exactly. openers. But logo done. Uh, old school. Go to allbeerinside.com. Click on the merch 
Amazon. But uh, Amazon, I, I do it all the time. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't realize <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't know why I couldn't remember because I yeah I'd make you money yes so go to all beer <laughs> it's true I make you money rephrase that you, you make me gift cards yeah. you make there you me go whatever cards. anyways so uh, things happen when I click on the link so go to allbeerinside.com if you're buying Amazon stuff anyways it costs you nothing more and you're helping support podcasts you listen to helping buy equipment and all that stuff for yes. this podcast that's great mm-hmm. allbeerinside.com click on the fucking Amazon you piece of shit you motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> click that's your fucking okay, well click. that's mildly aggressive I love you <laughs> click on the <laughs> 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 support the show <laughs> I'm an abuser you piece of shit first you gotta beat him up then you bring yeah. him back and it's, I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I love here's you some here's some money here's some money so uh, I didn't catch this in part one of our episode but Phil do you still need to eat I always need to eat so uh, support us at, the, at Spirit games we got um, yep. project witchstone if you love rpgs consider wishlisting it on steam uh as for us allbeerinside.com i'm trying to set up a youtube interview with phil from spearhead games going to spearhead guys. brewing in kingston uh, <laughs> and guys. setting up something about <laughs> spearhead this spear and that i think it'd be hilarious uh you can find us at oh, itunes man. google play <laughs> I'm trying to arrange it to get us on uh, audio-wise oh. YouTube. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And my friends are terrible, terrible people. Just the way you pronounce certain words <laughs> in your inebriated is great. Uh, nonetheless, oh. at All Beer Inside everywhere, All Beer Inside Guys. channel on YouTube. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All Beer Inside on YouTube. Watch, watch the video. I'll be inside I, channel on YouTube at I'll be inside everywhere. Breweries, and as we say at the end of every episode, when I remember, drink craft, <laughs> not craft, not craft. Here at All Beer Inside Incorporated, we're committed to bringing you the finest of beer tasting shenanigans. During our research and development, we strive to be on the cutting edge of whatever it is we do here. Our latest collection of sounds, compiled by randomly singing and insulting each other, have been clinically tested to ensure our golden caliber of excellence. By clinically tested, I mean I got drunk and played them for this guy, Billy, who lives down the street. I think he works in a clinic. You can never tell with Billy. When you are listening to a Ale Beer Inside podcast, you should be confident of the fact that it is composed of vibrations that form a mechanical wave of pressure and displacement which travel through the air, where they are transmitted to your nerves and then relays information to your temporal lobe, where it is registered as sound. We guarantee to bring only the finest of beer tasting shenanigans with the comfort of our golden promise. They will always be between 20 hertz and 20 kilohertz, the range of human hearing. Go fuck yourself.